welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, sponsored by Motivate Training and Management. This is a podcast where we talk to drivers and industry experts to help you maximize your performances on and off the track. Let's get started with today's show. Hello crew and welcome to episode 115 of the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Belinda Risley. And today, I know every week I say that I'm excited, but today I'm excited purely for the content that hopefully you're going to be taking away from today's show. We have the wonderful Flynn BMW Drive from NZ sharing his insights into creating video content as a racer for a racer. He does drop lots of content So hopefully you've got a pen and paper ready to go. He's currently studying videography and social media management and provides us with lots of tools. If you are after a lot more tools to help you maximize your performance on and off the track, we'd have released our new membership toolkit. It's as little as $19.95 per month. If you're interested, race over to motivatetraining.com.au for slash toolkit to find out more information. We've also got a goodie for you today. Uh, we've put together a two-page document around about the things that Flynn has recommended for you to get started with your video content. So either go to today's show notes to click on the link to download that video checklist or race over to motivatetraining.com.au forward slash video. Well, without further ado, let listen to the man himself, Flynn, and around video content management. Hey, Flynn, welcome back to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. How are you? Doing great, thank you. How about you? Great. I'm so excited. Just coming off the high of the Grand Prix, the Bath is six hour. It's been very exciting the last couple of weeks. Oh, wicked. State titles over here for karting this weekend. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. What about you? Oh, What's awesome. The last have you on the show? Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been a while since I've been on the show. So yeah, I've, a lot's been happening. Um, ever since then, um, I got into the New Zealand Elite Motorsport Academy, which is really cool. We've done a year program with them, and I got to go to their camp last year, which was amazing. Had one week there, filled with a lot of challenges, but a lot of fun as well. And I managed to get second out of that camp, which was really cool. So. A lot of cool opportunities from that and then after that i got myself into the bmw series so been doing that for a bit it's a new championship that's been starting in new zealand and i was lucky enough to get myself a race car all fully built over the summer christmas period so managed to get that built and race ready and we're about just over halfway in the championship now so we've got one more round of the championship at, oh yeah we've got one more round of the championship actually and that's yeah it's been a very interesting championship um, my first time back in a tin top in a few years so it's been a lot of fun like we got the car originally just as something for seat time because we lost a lot of racing from last year's lockdowns and stuff like that so we just bought a car that was basically like you know what we'll just take it out to the track every now and then just get myself back into it before i head back into more so the quicker cars later on so yeah, it's been pretty well good project that we've been working towards. And, I mean, we haven't been able to get many good results, unfortunately, just because we've been running through a lot of car problems, as you usually do. So we've just been fixing it up and learning throughout the way. And we've still been able to get some good results, which is really cool. So, yeah, and because of that, we've got some pretty cool opportunities coming up. So, yeah, make sure you keep updated on my stuff because there's a lot of cool stuff going on at the moment. So, yeah, it's all very exciting at the moment. Awesome. So we must have spoken about 
over 12 months ago because I think the last time we chatted, um, we'd just been accepted into the academy. Um, yeah. Tell us, yeah, so tell us about the, that week and what kind of things do you do um, during that week period? Yeah, so it was, yeah, I think, yeah, I was telling you guys, I just got into the academy and we're getting all ready, like myself and all the other participants were getting trained up and just prepped up and ready to go. So once we hit camp, we we uh, hitting the ground running and yeah, it was definitely not what I imagined it would be. It was so much more than what I thought it would be, honestly. And when I got there, um, it was freezing cold being South Island in the winter. So it was freezing cold and being someone from Auckland, it's not <laughs> the best weather. <laughs> so I got there um, with the team and we got all set up and ready to go. And basically it was a week filled with so much. Like I couldn't tell in one whole episode. It was just, we did a lot of classwork. Like we learned on, we worked on sponsorship. We worked on advertising. We worked on how to set yourself up for a race weekend and just everything from like promotional things to um, how to do an interview or just there's so many things we did just from the classroom alone. And we got to meet some amazing people, uh, I remember Hayden Patton came in one day and that was really cool. He taught us cool. when he was at the academy and all sorts of things. So that was cool. Um, we had a lot of cool people that came in actually um, that taught us so many different things from the motorsport world. It's not just, as everyone knows, it's not just the driving. There's so many things involved in it. And yeah, that was really cool. And then the next big thing we were doing is a lot of the training stuff we did. So we're working with a lot of trainers from all sorts of areas of fitness and different kinds of sports as well and throughout the week we were given all these big challenges as well that we had to face and it was all a competition as well so we were all <laughs> there were eight drivers and we were all put into four teams or not mm-hmm. four, four drivers and two teams and luckily I had a pretty good team on me so we managed to win the team competition which was really cool but it was really exciting I got to learn more about the drivers that were there because I've raced with a lot of these people but I didn't really know them in person so it was cool living with them for a week and going through all the stuff with them. So it was definitely interesting, but it was a lot of fun, definitely. And it was an experience I will never forget, honestly. And even just being a part of the Academy has been basically a dream come true for me. So yeah, it's a very awesome experience that I recommend, honestly, any Kiwi driver that wants to make it pro, then I definitely recommend getting through the Academy because you learn so much in just that one week already. And then we've got the whole, we've actually nearly finished our year program. So the whole year we were working with different providers and different people in the motorsport industry and we're basically being given all these opportunities from that as well and because of that I've been able to get some pretty cool stuff coming up as well so yeah it's definitely it was a lot of fun the academy and yeah like I said I recommend it to any driver out there. So twice now I've mentioned you've got some good things coming up are you allowed to share yeah. <laughs> what those good things are or are you yeah it's it's gonna be a surprise definitely so yeah uh, even I can't say on your socials hey yes definitely yeah so and that's especially one thing I've been trying to do a lot recently since I've been working with the academy is I've been trying to do so much more my social media because as anyone knows it's a big space for drivers to promote and just get anything out there and I'm trying to take every advantage I can from it by putting up videos putting up posts like regularly so I keep my sponsors and my fans or people interested updated so yeah it's definitely something that I think every driver should learn going into the sport is that it's not just obviously the driver you got to promote your stuff out there and even just try to do a little bit differently to the others. So and that's what I've been trying to do with my YouTube videos. Uh, I've been working with different people overseas who have let me borrow their music for 
um, videos, which because obviously copyright and all that. So I've been given a lot of cool opportunities because of that. And that's been able to help me promote and give me even more opportunities because of that as well. So yeah, definitely the video side of things have been a big part I've been working on as well. I've been for the last year, I've been going to a design school here in Auckland, which is I'm doing my diploma in film and content creation. So yeah, and I'm nearly finishing that as well. I'm graduating in June sometime. Mm -hmm. So we've got one more project and then we're basically finished. So yeah, I've been learning how to do filming and editing and how to make professional videos, which is really cool. And that helps with the motorsport side of things. And then that brings more interest to sponsors and potential opportunities from there as well. So yeah, it's been really interesting in that side of things. And because of that stuff I've been doing in the videos, I've been able to make some pretty cool things from the BMW series. And that's also helping with these future opportunities going forward. But yeah, just shame I can't say much about them at the moment because it's still very well um, top secret, I guess you can call it. But all I can say is it's a very exciting opportunity I've been given. And like, it's basically a dream come true for me. Um, it's definitely something I've been really working hard towards since I've started racing. And yeah, I just can't wait to share the world on it. So yeah, so make sure you stay tuned on my social medias. So it'll be a very well awesome announcement when that comes. But yeah, all I can say is in these next few weeks, a lot of exciting things are to come for me. So yeah, stay tuned on that then. <laughs> very cool. And so like what platforms are you um, on or focusing on? So you obviously just mentioned YouTube. Um, mm. Are you doing anything else? Yeah, so I'm trying to, as you know, branch out on everything possible. Like I'm starting to get back into TikTok, which is definitely a hidden gem out there. As you know, like TikTok, I think, is just getting bigger and bigger every single day. And I think if you was a... Yeah, exactly. And I think if you was a driver... I still don't get it. I still... (laughs) I try, Flynn. I do try, but I I like just Uh... dancing around and, and, you know, all the time. And so... you need to do TikTok for business. And I'm like, I just can't. I just want to be dancing around and going, look at this, look at that. And like putting yeah. it to the sky and they're like, these fake captions coming on. Oh, tell me about it. But yeah, I think, yeah, I totally agree. Like, I think with TikTok, it's great that there's, obviously there's the main popular part, which is the dancing and <laughs> the moving your hands around and stuff. But I think the cool thing about TikTok is it's growing like any other social media and basically, um, there's so many ways of doing it now. Like I'm seeing a lot of racing drivers use the um, app and they're doing it in their own unique ways and they're getting unique viewership, but that also helps them grow as well. And I think the way that I tell anyone to do it is just, just try to get on even TikTok or any social media, any way you can and do it in your, even your own unique way. Cause obviously there's that way of doing it as a racing driver standpoint, but if you have something unique about you, like you might do another sport or if you have any other interests in like music or video games or whatever really i definitely think you should shine that out because you're going to get people that attract you in that sort of in area or so to say you'll find fans that have similar likings to you and you'll be able to grow a lot more i think that way and as well you'll feel more satisfied doing it as well because you think oh i've got people that actually like what i'm doing and I'm, i don't have to fake it till i make it you know so yeah. that's what i've been doing a lot recently with um as everyone knows i'm a big fan of eurobeat which is like a weird music genre that was popularized by memes and uh, <laughs> um shows like initial d and stuff and because i grew up on those shows and i got super excited about the music and stuff so i was like yeah this is awesome and i was like if they can do it on the shows why can't i put in my videos and then from then i started doing that a few years ago um i got some interest overseas from actual eurobeat companies so the actual producers of these music um 
songs you can call and they came to me saying oh, i would like to sponsor you a bit of money so you can put our music in your videos and what that meant was i get to use their music for free because obviously copyright's very hard to get music and videos or any promotional thing and i get paid doing it so i was like of course i'm going to take the opportunity and i've been able to meet so many new people from that industry i've managed to make so many awesome new connections from it and that's what i say to people is like if you have an interest in something definitely explore it because you never know what you can find in that and luckily for me i've been able to meet so many amazing people from eurobeat alone which has helped me in my racing so yeah it's a very interesting way of doing it i guess yeah no, but that's the right way to be doing it. Like, I mean, exploring your skill set or exploring other interests as well. I think when people um, think about not only like sponsorship development, but again, mm. social media content, they think that it's always going to be like race related or um, it's going to be yeah. specific <laughs> and things like that. But as you just mentioned, it definitely doesn't have to be. It is around about, um, you know, being around you and um, and for sponsors to see who you are and what kind of other interests do you have and um, other skill sets that you do have. Um, I even got a photo the other day that I saw um, Brock Feeney was DJing uh, at an after party. <laughs> oh, like, awesome, yeah. Oh, yeah, mm. also seen like Thomas Randall, another tip card driver. Um, he plays the piano and so, he, you know, he does that mm. for sponsors at the beginning of the conference and just different things like that. So it is great to have different skills um, and interests and being able to mm. tackle onto those to try and get them on board and interested with your motorsport. So well done. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, like you said, it's, it's such a, it's a very odd way because obviously you don't see many drivers do it, but it's like definitely just take a step in. And even if you've got multiple hobbies, that's great because then you can just explore so many different ways. It's just you never know until you can try. And I think going forward, like with social media and stuff as well, I think um, sponsorship will go from those connections with how you can find in those different industries more so than finding it in motorsports itself. Like you can obviously find a lot of sponsorship from motorsports, but I think if we're able to go outside that, you'll build so much more of a connection and that might help other things later on. So yeah, definitely. Awesome. So are you still doing Twitch? Yeah, I took a bit of a break from it just because I have um found out over the, like the summer and stuff I was getting myself ready for the BMW and I actually got a new computer given to me so that was really cool and I've been trying to um get back the reason I've been mainly Twitch streaming is because I'm trying to get back into sim racing like properly like I'm trying to sort out an esports team I'm trying to join and I'm trying to get some competitive championships online so yeah because I've been working with a lot of guys I met through online and stuff a few years back and I'm trying to practice and learn some of the new like sim racing games out there like especially um instead of course like on i might said that wrong but basically it's one of the new sim racing games i'm trying to get into and that relates a lot to gt racing so i was like oh that'd be perfect for me trying to look at going down that alleyway of racing and it's slowly becoming popular so i'm trying to learn how to race it first and then once I get myself confident with it and get on board in the championship, I'll definitely start back streaming. Like I'm trying to set up now at the moment with my mates, I'm trying to set up like all the um, overview stuff and all the donation sounds or whatever it is. So once mm -hmm. I get all that sorted out, I'm definitely going to be back streaming. So that's really cool. So yeah, it's all just taking its time. Everything's a bit busy for me at the moment with everything yeah, going on. But yeah, definitely. But once it's all organized and stuff, it's going to be very exciting. So yeah, it's definitely cool. And, as well, like with some of the other social media stuff as well, like I'm trying to get back on, yeah, TikTok as well. Like I took a bit of a break for a little bit, but got a cool new stuff I'm trying to add on. And so I'm trying to explore other sorts of social media out there as well. Like I'm trying to get onto Twitter as well. I mean, Twitter's not really big here in this side of the world, definitely not, but it's massive in places like America and Europe yeah. especially. And 
I think for me, if I can connect to especially those European guys and all that sort of stuff, then that helps promote me at the end of the day. So it's just trying to use everything I can. And even if it's just a small poster, like a photo and race results, like that still gets it out the way. So yeah, it's just anything really. And are you um, repurposing content across all the platforms or are you doing um, platform specific content? Yeah, so I try to have the same sort of posts and updates throughout every sort of um, platform, but obviously there's some like difference between each one. Like Twitter, um, a hard thing I have about that is they have a limit cap on how many words you can use. So it's annoying whenever, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah. I like it because you could just be short and sweet, like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Straight to the point. Yeah, exactly. It's annoying because yeah, I try to like do like the end of weekend like digests or recaps um for. Um, sponsors and stuff and then it comes annoying because you're like oh how do I say all this stuff and usually what you're doing it's kind of good because yeah like you said you just sum it up really and I'll usually just put down uh how the, here's how the race weekend went uh we had some ups and downs but we got there and then you say your thank yous at the end and then boom you send it out there so yeah I think it's cool um that every sort of platform has their own way of doing it as well so you get different sort of takes on it so yeah I try to definitely keep it the same especially like with photos and videos because if you can just video yourself out there, even if you're in the pits, that still helps as well. So, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, like you said, just try to keep it the same, but obviously it's going to be different regardless. But, yeah. So you mentioned about doing your diploma and the video stuff that you love doing. Do you have any tips about someone getting started with video, videography? Yeah, like, oh, 100%. Um, you know, is the iPhone or the Samsung phone <laughs> okay to get started? Or, you know, for those, yeah. those starting out with video marketing? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's the way of the future for everyone, honestly. I think making videos or putting yourself out there online, it's going to be the future for everything, not even just in motorsports. And I think, especially if you're an up-and-coming driver and you want to put your content out there quickly and great, it's just literally just start doing it because I know so many drivers out there who are really good on track and have some good sponsorship behind them, but they don't do any sort of posting and stuff. And it's hard because I'm like, gosh, you can get so many more people. Yeah. I'm like, you get so many people follow you, man. I'm like, come on. And like, that's where I tell other drivers that don't have those opportunities like me or can't get those sponsors at that time being, it's like, definitely try and put yourself out there first. Like definitely, it doesn't matter what you have a phone or a computer or anything to film yourself. Like as long as you've got a, iphone everyone's got a phone nowadays just go to the track film yourself take some selfies or vlog yourself like that's why i definitely tell people is try vlog wherever you can and even if you got a lot i know a lot of racing drivers or carters have got a lot of onboard cameras and i definitely tell them i know some of it's a bit super secretive and stuff but you can just take out all the stuff you don't want to put out and basically just put all that and mash it up into one video and just start i mean everyone's not gonna be perfect when they started like i still remember my first ever racing video and I actually put it on private because it's too embarrassing to put out. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just like, everyone's got to start somewhere, you know, and like, yeah. it's not going to be the best in the world. You're not going to be like a Mr. Beast or a PewDiePie when you start out. It, it might just be the simplest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> just big YouTubers. <laughs> but uh, some of the kids will know that. I'm, but, sure, yeah, I'm ba- sure the audience knows who they are. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Sure but basically, yeah (laughs) that's all right but basically yeah as i mean as long even if you just start it with just clipping videos cutting them and just mash them all into one video that's a great way of starting and then once you start getting into more like even phones nowadays have programs where you can edit videos and add clips and stuff which is really cool um and then once you get later on yeah yes um one of them i know adobe has been starting to for iphones i'm not too sure about samsung's they've been putting on premiere pro 
onto phones. I think it's called Premier Rush at the moment. I'm not too sure. I'll have to check. But basically, there's a lot. There's multiple different um, applications you can use for phone. I'm pretty sure Apple comes with their own one with iMovie or Movie Maker. Mm-hmm. So that's already another start as well. And yeah, there's even I'm pretty sure Samsung's definitely got their own ones as well. And you can even start from your phone. And if you're lucky enough to have a computer at home, you can start working on stuff like even on Premiere Pro itself, or some people use Zony Vegas, or some people use DaVinci's Resolve. It depends on what you want to put into it, really. And I use personally Premiere Pro because that's what I use for my work and obviously the content and stuff like that. But yeah, just start anywhere. And obviously, even if you don't have the money to get some of the programs like I use, there's definitely free ones out there. I think there's one called Filmora R, which is for free. I know that. And they have a program in that software where it automatically cuts up clips for you and can add music and stuff it's it's really great yeah it's it's crazy all the stuff that's out there for people and i definitely recommend it to anyone just starting out like yeah i might not look the best starting out but at least you're putting stuff out there at the end of the day you know and i think it's so untapped especially the video making side of things in motorsports for young drivers because i think that's what's going to attract sponsors the most like obviously an email and proposals and stuff are important but when they see actual footage of you out there driving, you've got their sticker on your suit and the car, that's what will really set the difference between you and those other drivers trying to get the sponsors. So, yeah, there's so many ways of doing it. And then over time, you get better and better at it. And basically, yeah, when you get up to my level where you're basically doing it as a side job as well, um, it, you'll learn so many amazing things. And even at the stage I'm at, I'm, there's still so many things I need to learn about this um, industry of editing and stuff like that as well. Like, I'm only just... Like, not starting, but I'm definitely not at the end, like the master's level kind of thing. So, yeah, it's it's so interesting, this world of editing and stuff. And even if you um, didn't want to do it in motorsports, you can do it in so many other things like me as well. So, yeah, if coming from a driver who's been doing editing now for about two years on YouTube, I highly recommend it for any driver starting out. And there's so many ways. So, yeah. So what is your YouTube handle? Yeah, so my YouTube and all my social media is just my name. So it's just Flynn Mullaney for a lot of it. So, or I might do, I think for TikTok, I did Flynn.0 because um, someone took the Mullaney name <laughs> annoyingly. So, um, yeah, so it's like, yeah, I try to, um, for all my social media, just have my name because obviously being a racing driver, you're going to want everyone to know you by your name or unless you, everyone knows you by a specific name like you might have a nickname or something like that then go with that definitely it's really just it's sort of like your own ip address it's like not ip like sort of like how do i put it like your own name yeah yeah exactly and like everyone wants to know where to find your stuff and it's easy if you just put your name out there and it's the same for sponsors like i find out for a funny story i had the other day i was meeting a sponsor and he didn't know anything about racing. He didn't know. And he's like, oh, how do I find you? Just search my name up on Facebook or Instagram or anything. And then come up my name and motorsports and then just set up like that. So I definitely think when it comes to social media, definitely try to have the same name for everything. If you have different names, it's going to confuse people and sponsors. And some people will be like, is this the same person or is this not? So I try to for all my social media, I think, except for Twitch and TikTok, I think it's just Flynn.0. I'm, I need to check. <laughs> but basically, yeah, I keep all mine full of Mulaney, so it's just easy for everyone to check out. Yeah, just pop your name up on the video. Oh, there we go, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, but, yeah, also don't put race numbers. I hate in the handles with the numbers. Don't yeah. Numbers. <laughs> I mean, when people, I think – Well, because when yeah. people are um, Googling you or are looking for mm. you, they're not going to know that your race number is number nine or 
69 or 14 or anything like that. You're 100, just exactly. Having, just having a yeah. name is what's required. Um, yeah, you definitely. You mentioned vlogging. You mentioned the word of vlog. Um, yeah, vlogging. the crew, what is vlogging? More than happy to. So vlogging is basically your videoing yourself throughout either your day or your routine or basically filming a specific time in your day on what you're doing or what you're doing in your life so for me i've been starting to try diverse more into a vlogging sort of side of youtube so i used to do and i've still been kind of doing it as i've been just kind of sitting at home and talking and then putting myself over race edits and stuff like that which is great but i think the best way of doing it is when you film yourself from straight away from morning of friday before practice all the way up to the track the race weekend even some of the stuff off the track you can film and like just try get i know everyone's busy and even for me i struggle with filming because obviously you have a job of racing as well but whenever you have the spare time to film i definitely say go for it because you can get so many good content from it like even if you just hang out with other drivers or if you're talking to sponsors or if you're even interviewing other people it's definitely I recommend vlogging for anyone starting. And I think it's a lot more personally easier than editing clips like how I'm yeah. doing it at the moment because all you're doing is you're videoing yourself and then you put all the segments throughout the day, smash it up in one, and then you send it out and it's ready to go. So, yeah, I definitely recommend um, the whole side of vlogging, yeah, like I said before. And it's a definitely, as you see from other YouTubers and other sort of content, even drivers as well, they're moving more so into vlogs and stuff like that at the mm -hmm. moment. Like, a big example I'm seeing over in the States is um, I see a lot of NASCAR drivers uh, doing a lot of more so vlogging sort of videos. Like um, a good example is Hayley Deegan. Like uh, obviously she's got her family that helps her out and stuff, but the way she does videos is great. I mean, obviously she's got her own camera crew there and her sponsors helping her out. Like it's a way bigger example than yeah. obviously <laughs> this stuff. But the way she does it is the perfect way for any driver trying to look at it from a third person view it's basically you're getting the footage from off track on track as well and you get to see their reaction and how they do things and i think that's a great way for sponsors as well to look at you and be like okay this is how our driver's like off the track this is what he does when he's not racing this is all the stuff yeah. that they're doing so i think yeah vlogging yeah is definitely one of the best ways of videoing i say definitely and obviously that doesn't really have a time restriction on that does it like no, you know, yeah. post where like doing 15 to 30 seconds but with vlogging if you're putting it on youtube it can just be as long as you want it to be yeah yeah i mean definitely obviously you don't want it too long like, yeah, um, like oh is there an yeah yeah yeah, I mean, obviously, that's a great thing. Like, for my videos, like, I'm trying to actually cut them down a bit more because um, usually your video should be about, like, a race weekend video should be about, like, I'd say maximum 10 to, if it's a big weekend, like, 25 minutes because you got to remember as well with social media is how much they're wanting to see of you and your content and how long will they watch the video for. And that's something I've learned, especially from my friend Josh, who's a big YouTuber as well, and he's been teaching me as well how to make proper content as well. and how to make it in the perfect timing so you get more viewers more yeah like viewerships what is your subscribers secret yeah so the secret <laughs> time <laughs> basically i recommend and basically a lot of content creators recommend is you want to for like small stuff or like recaps or like even just a little small bits of a weekend like five to ten minute videos or even smaller if you can and then for some of like the bigger videos you want to do maximum i'd say of 10 to 20 minutes 
20 minutes might be a bit too much, but I usually do my videos around the 10 to 17 minute mark, just because I always give myself an extra two minutes in case I need to add any bits like sponsorship stuff at the end or advertisement as well. Like a lot of YouTubers do advertising nowadays and those last for about two minutes. So definitely add maybe an extra minute for that as well. But that's what I recommend for people starting out. And then, yeah, obviously, um, just the goal I think for making videos is that you want to keep the audience interested as well. And that's why I say like as well for time is great, but as well, like what you're putting in the videos as well. Cause obviously if it's just you sitting on a screen, just going, Hey guys, uh, this is what happened. This is, this is, this is, it's, it's great. I don't get me wrong, but I don't think you're going to get a wider Game. audience. Yeah, exactly. And I think if you, I know a lot of YouTubers exaggerate, go ecstatic, like, yeah, let's go. But it sometimes works. It's stupid, but it works sometimes. And even being me, someone who's super introverted, like, <laughs> I I sometimes, yeah, I sometimes put myself out there as well, or I do my own thing. Like, what I've been trying to do as well in videos, which is so different to everyone else, is I've just been adding funny clips into the video, because it's like, I know the generation I'm in, and it's like, so they don't always just want serious stuff. You want something funny in there or something to keep them interested as well. So it's like what I was saying before, we're having your own unique sort of way of making content. It's like if you make them interested in different ways and just the serious racing stuff, then that's great. I personally think so. Yeah, it's definitely an odd way of doing it, but it's one of the best ways I've noticed. So yeah. Well, you kind of addressed my question because that was going to be the next question around about do you have any tips right. or strategies for introverts? Um, and for yeah. those like to be in front of the, the video, I think obviously that's one of the biggest challenges um, people have mm. around getting started with video marketing. Um, yeah, so do you have any um, tips around about um, yeah, how they can still have, produce a great video uh, and not necessarily be in the video? Yeah, definitely. So, like, yeah, like you say, like, I mean, even when you're a racing driver, like, and especially when you're starting, everyone's shy. Like, I think anyone, especially when you get up on your first podium or you have your first speech or you do whatever, everyone's shy. And I think it's the same thing as when you're putting your face out there online, especially. It's like, oh, um, a lot of people are going to be seeing this kind of thing. Oh, what do I do? It's just really, I think the most important thing for people is just be, I know it's very clingy and, I mean, cringy sometimes, but it's literally just be yourself. It's just... Yeah. I think being yourself will make you feel happier at the end of it, but as well, it's you as well. That's what you're putting out there. It's your brand. It's you. Everyone knows you as that person, not this other person everyone sees online kind of thing. And I think if you separate your online stuff to the real life stuff, I sometimes feel like it becomes not as fun, you know, because (laughs) you're, it's not you. It's like, it's sort of like, not just make it a bad example. It's like if you're going to a work you don't enjoy doing and you're just doing that, but you're faking it till you make it kind of thing. You're like, oh, I don't really like doing this. It's like, I think it's better off you do you and then over time you'll gain confidence doing yourself as well kind of thing. So if you talk more like that stuff you like or if you express yourself in the way you do, um, I think that will make you more confident over time. And it's just a thing when you get on camera more, more times, it's just you'll get better at it and better at it. And then when you become someone like me who enjoys making content and wants to bridge that gap for all sorts of viewers, I I will do honestly anything to <laughs> put out content. So if I have to do something funny or something silly or not anything too ridiculous, it's like, of course I'll do it, you know? It's like, Look, and I'm thinking jackass. He's like jackass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> really funny uh, I'm like, I could see you and your friends doing some kind of yeah. jackass. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh gosh, if I if I could without monetization, I would absolutely. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just, it's like, yeah, it's sort of like how those guys do it as well. It's a perfect example. It's just they just do it their way. They don't really care what anyone else thinks. And I think that's one thing everyone's got to hopefully just fight through in the end is that you just can't care about anyone thinks, you know? Obviously, there'll be people that'll be like, oh, I don't like the way you do things or... Or no. this person might be like, oh, I don't really like his concept. But it's like, well, it's not for you then. I'm sorry. It's just, yeah, it's just right. for me and other people. You know, it's like not everyone's going to like what you put out. Like, I know a lot of people that don't like what I do. It's very different, especially to how a lot of drivers in New Zealand do content. But it's how I like doing it. And I'm going to keep doing it that way, you know. And I think it's important to remember, like, it's the same in any other industry. It's like you're going to find hard things and there'll be people that you don't like and stuff. But you're just going to be like, oh, well, that's life, you know, and you got to get through it and you just got to keep smiling and trust me in the end it will be so much more satisfying so that's what I definitely recommend like a funny um, example not funny example but a good example is my coach Jono like um, if people know him he's similar not similar to the way I do things but we're both very similar people whereas we're very we express ourselves online a lot and we're quite funny people to hang around on the track kind of thing and I guess that's why we work so well together because we like the same sort of stuff but yeah he's the kind of person who express himself so much more I've seen compared to other drivers and I think that's what makes him so good online and he's been able to he was telling me he's been able to get advertisements for like stuff on tv from it and he's been able to get stuff overseas from that sort of stuff so even if you're um a good racing driver on track and you're great online you might get some other pickups and stuff like an actor or something <laughs> so it's definitely just putting yourself out there and just like seeing how it goes and just don't worry about what people think of you. Cause as soon as you start doing it, you're going to start holding yourself back. You're not going to be the person yeah. you want to be. And it's really just, yeah, just keep being you as much as that's a weird saying. It's just, it's true. So yeah. And with your uh, content, are you putting out videos every day or do you mix it up with images as well? Yeah. I try to put like content out nearly every day when I can. Obviously there's some days where I'm so busy. I'm just like, Oh damn, I forgot to add something. And it's like, and the thing is with content, like unless it's like you have to with a company or something, or if you've got a lot going on, like in your racing world, definitely try to put little bits out there to keep people updated. Like if you're in the process of building a race car or getting your go-kart ready for a championship, it's like obviously update people like this is what we're doing, or we're going to a practice day today. And then we'll add like a cool video of you driving past. It's just, there's different that stuff that helps, but like, I guess in the situation where I'm in, like sometimes I'll have weeks where I'm just working or doing stuff on other things where I'll just like put out my running post or just um, do whatever else I can. But yeah, especially with the content I make, sometimes the videos take a bit too long. So I will sometimes try update people or I'll add like small clips. And what I'm going to try to do later on is I'm trying to make a program where I post out videos and then they make clips of their own to put on TikTok. So then that directs people from TikTok to my Instagram and then to YouTube and sort of like a big algorithm of posting, really. So that's what I'm trying at the moment. But I do recommend for any driver, any category, really, like that's trying to put out content, like don't obviously force yourself to do it every day or else you'll be like, oh, I have to put a video. Oh, I have to do this. It's like do post out stuff that you think you're going to like and what you think people are going to like as well. And even if it's like a few days apart, it's fine. You know, like some people just need a break. And I think what makes my content good as well is that whenever I post out a video, especially my overseas friends are like, oh, he's finally posted a video. Because <laughs> it's like you put time into that video, you know, and yeah. people are satis more satisfied that you've put the time in to those, co to those content of the videos that people are going to be even more excited more so than it's like oh he's just putting out video every week and it's like oh it's the same sort of stuff kind of thing but yeah i think yeah i think with timing and stuff 
yeah, find your own way of doing it as well. But obviously, yeah, it's like before, just do it in your own unique way. Because I think once you find your own pace as well, you'll enjoy it even more as well. Because like, I know a lot of drive, young drivers coming through are still in school, obviously. So it's like, obviously, you have your schoolwork and then come home, maybe put a video out or something, and then back to yeah. whatever you want to do, sim racing and stuff. And like stuff like sim racing, like even if it's just you playing with your mates and stuff, put that out there, you know? It's just like yeah. it's a form of content, you know? And that's what I'm slowly doing as well. As well, um, I'm trying to make content with overseas drivers, and we're going to try to mm-hmm. not just sim racing stuff, but something that's more enjoyable for people as well. And that's what I'm slowly trying to branch out on my own as well. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, the other idea is that they can batch the content as well. So, you know, mm. just put one or two days away um, each month and, um, mm. you know, just compile the videos into one folder and then sit down and actually edit them all at one stage and then fire them yeah. out for a couple of weeks. Especially yeah, if you yeah. To, you know, come off for like a big race weekend um, that you've got that time the weekend after to actually go through and go back and redo it all. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, like you were saying before, it's yeah, just finding your own way of doing it as well, I guess. And like example, yeah, like with you putting it all into one sort of folder, I think that's a good thing as well. Cause I think the one thing I haven't explained much as well is like, how do you actually edit? And I mean, obviously I go to a, a basically a design school for, it and they tell me how to do it. But when you're just starting out, like, I think there's so many videos out online that like, you can honestly do it, finding it yourself. Really. It's, totally not hard i'm pretty sure a lot of programs have tutorials on it as well so yeah. it's really like yeah it's just putting in folders putting in your footage so you can remember where it is as well you don't have to scroll on your phone for hours to find each sort of video or cut kind of thing and then yeah once you have it all you can put it in there and then it's yeah it's literally just as easy as cutting and clipping really is probably the first tool you need to learn and then when you want to dive more into the content creation rabbit hole you can find out more stuff you can do and trust me it does get interesting so yeah it's it's a very fun area and do you plan out your stuff um prior to to filming or is it just turn it on and go (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i mean for me when the videos i make now i actually do a little bit of pre-planning and that's what i've learned from my course and stuff is like especially in production we do a lot of pre-planning so there's a lot of setting up you've got to get equipment sorted and all that and luckily i've been able to put that into my racing as well so before a weekend i'll separate my racing stuff with the content stuff so i'll be like all right checklist do i have all my camera gear do i have my gopros charged do i have battery packs in case i need to charge them um do i have someone who could film me on the weekend or do i know what i'm going to do when i film because obviously i'm going to have time when i'm racing and when i'm going to be filming and Trust me, I've been in that situation where you don't want to cross the two because you either get angry mechanics or um, <laughs> you get an angry dad who's like, you should be focusing on the driving. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I know, but I'll, the views, come on. That's right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's definitely, I think from a racing driver's standpoint, you definitely should make a plan from the start because yeah. the worst thing you want to do is taking time out of your driving for content. And I get, obviously, for views and stuff is great, but being a driver, your priority should be the driving first, of course. But definitely, like, have it set up. So, like, even if you can ask one of your friends to come film you, that's one of the best things I've learned so far is I've got a lot of close mates or I've even got people from my film school that are totally keen to help out. And that's the cool thing about nowadays is there's so many people that want to help film people or they're interested in filming people. So it's definitely, if you can find someone to film you, that cuts out a whole lot of it, really. And they just follow you around. You just got to say hi to the camera every few minutes. So, yeah, it's... (laughs) 
it's definitely a great way of doing it, but even in the scenario that it's just you, like, even if you just plant your camera somewhere in the corner of the garage or something, and you just press it on, like, every few minutes, being like, this is what we're doing next, is we're going to get ready to, for the next race kind of thing, and then you got your onboards after that. That's what I've slowly been trying to do at the moment when I'm at the track, is that I just have my camera on a table somewhere, and I just press play whenever I need to, and it's like, okay, race one's just finished, here's the recap, we didn't have the best race, back to, let's move on to race two, and then has a video of, obviously, the car in the garage, so everything's going on, which is great, and that's basically the footage from there, in case you don't have someone helping you film, and then when it comes to actually promote, like, making your films and stuff when you get back home from the weekend, and setting up a film to put out online, what I do is I do a, a little bit of pre-planning for that as well, I mean, mm -hmm. it's definitely a bit more, like, for my sort of end of things. You don't have to do it when you start. Even if you don't know what you're doing, you can just put whatever you want in there and see how you think at the end of it. But I set it up so that everything's sort of organized. you got, like, the introduction. you got a bit of dialogue and then explaining how the race weekend went and stuff. And then you move into race clips. And then you might go into more detail about how those races went. It depends on how you want to make your content, basically. Um, um by the end of it, you should hopefully have a video that you might even prefer than just going off your head and be like, oh, this is what I want to do kind of thing. And yeah, I think oh, I think for someone starting out, just go whatever makes you feel more comfortable doing. But I definitely think like if you're stuck or if you don't know how to make videos or if you don't know what you're doing, just start with like writing stuff down, like brainstorm or make a pre-plan of this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to make my footage or my content and then put it out from there basically. So and that's what I've been trying to do at the moment is even now, like with the videos I make, I'm still trying to improve on my my content and still trying to make things better and see what people like from their standpoint. Like I talk to people who watch my videos and they're like, oh, I don't really like when you did this or I, I liked how you did this. And I'm, I'm cool with open feedback. I'm happy to get negative or positive feedback from it. It helps me change my content as well. And that's the thing yeah. for anyone. You should be able to take open criticism, you know, even if it – it's not the thing you wanted to hear. It's definitely good to hear because then if the majority think, oh, they don't really like what you're doing or this, maybe just changes that, you might actually like that other way that people want. It just, you're always going to take open feedback or else you won't grow as well. So that's been one big thing I've been doing as well is just trying to grow from that and like make my videos more flow and just instead of just being like point on point on point. And yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, awesome, Flynn. Well, thank you so yeah. much for all those insights today. That's amazing. Yeah, it's no yeah. worries. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else you want to share with us? Yeah, um, I guess just from me, um, if you want to, I guess, yeah, you'll put all my content or like my, my socials yeah. in the description. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to follow more about my racing and how my crazy life is outside <laughs> of racing as well, then yeah, definitely give a follow. And as well, like, even if you come see me, if you're in New Zealand as well as a driver, like I'd be happy to talk to people as well about getting into content or trying to make new videos or stuff like that. I'm happy to just even just message people about that. So it's just, I think the best way for you to start out is just doing it, you know, because there's so many people that just sit there and just be like, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it the next day or next week, next month. And then they procrastinate for ages and then they never get stuff done. Exactly. So I think, my biggest quote, and this is what my dad always says, and I hate quoting my dad sometimes. No, he's a good person. <laughs> but um, it's the biggest quote I always get, and it's even just from racing, is strike while the iron's hot because you never know what can happen if it goes cold, you know? And I think if you just hit it on straight forward, even if it's not how you wanted it, I think just keep doing it and you'll get somewhere 100%. 
Awesome. Thank you so much again, Flint. No worries. Um, <laughs> back another year. I can see for any time when you want yeah. to come and share it with us. Um, yeah, again, definitely. As Flynn mentioned, all of his um, social media handles um, and links will be in the show notes. So just scroll up um, on the podcast platform that you're listening to and you'll see and follow Flynn. And again, yeah, get in contact with Flynn. Um, get in contact with him and, you know, rack his brains. As you can see, he's very passionate <laughs> about social media content creation, yeah. um, especially for motorsport drivers. So there couldn't be a collab on the yeah if you're good enough and or not good enough if you got the same interest as me i'm happy to collab yeah yeah Yeah. i'm i'm totally down with that so yeah cool thanks again flynn awesome thank you so much take care bye 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 Well, thanks everyone for listening to this week's show. I really hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. Now, remember all the show notes with the links and the specials mentioned in today's show are available over at motivatetraining.com.au. If you haven't already, I'd really appreciate if you could head to iTunes or Stitcher, type in motorsport coaching, subscribe and leave us a review. Each week, I'll read them out and you'll go into monthly draw to win a fantastic prize. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at motivatetraining.com.au or head over to our Facebook page at Motivate to Tea. Until next time, take care.